0: Welcome to the Shine Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Kunarian, and I am so grateful that you are here. I'm a wife, mother of three boys, certified massage therapist, and an alcohol-free sobriety coach who helps driven women break through their alcohol dependency without the traditional 12-step program. Each week, I will bring you inspiring guests with a focus on mindset, health, and spirituality, providing you the tips and tools to help you create unshakable confidence, clarity, and energy so you can unleash your creative potential and live the life of your dreams alcohol-free. So tune in for some fun, and if you are ready to shine, welcome! Hello, lovely listeners. If you're finding value in what you're hearing today, make sure to head over to the show notes. Not only will you find more details on today's topic, but you'll also get an exclusive invitation to join my free Facebook group, Awakened Souls. This community is perfect for women who are either super curious or currently journeying through recovery. Being part of Awakened Souls offers a supportive environment where you can connect with like-minded women, all working towards an alcohol-free lifestyle. Plus... There are special free gifts waiting inside the show notes (laughs) curated specifically to empower and assist you on your journey. And if you're loving the content, I'd be so grateful if you take a moment to rate this podcast. Your feedback helps me continue bringing you the conversations and insights you love. Let's keep the momentum going and remember you are not alone on this journey. I am here to help you every step of the way. Today we're diving into the world of pain relief and wellness with a special guest who brings nearly three decades of experience in transforming lives. Join us as we welcome Ani Papazayan, a dedicated pain resolution practitioner and a beacon of hope for those battling chronic pain. Ani's unique approach, combining personal experience and expert knowledge, has empowered countless individuals, especially women, to conquer body pain and embrace a life of vibrant health. In this episode, we'll explore the importance of understanding our genetic makeup in managing pain, learn practical self-help techniques, and hear Ani's inspiring journey from overcoming life-changing challenges to becoming a sought-after pain relief expert. So if you're ready to embark on a journey to a pain-free life, this episode is for you. Wow, welcome, Annie. It's so nice to have you on my show today. Hello, Gina. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. Um, and yes, pain. I was just talking to you about the pain that I've experienced, especially, after, especially in early phases of recovery after my drinking, and I just had experienced the most horrendous pain ever. But luckily, I'm getting better and better at stretching and doing different techniques, and I'm so happy to have you on the show so you can share everything. But can you start by sharing a little bit about your background and how your experiences, especially... The challenging ones like the 1988 earthquake in Armenia have shaped your journey to becoming a pain relief expert.
1: Well, thank you. Yes, you know, it's um, when you hear some people's stories, I mean, and then I think of mine, I'm like, okay, yeah, it was tough, but nothing compared to what some people have gone through. But for everyone, you know, our story is the most like challenging or the because we went through it. Yes. So um, yeah, in 1988, December 7, that's when my life just completely changed. Not just because we lost our home and we lived in our garage for three years. But what that that transition that meant for me from that day materialistic things mean absolutely nothing to me, you know, and I think it was, you know, how they say for every, everything you go through in life, there is a lesson. It's like, for me, it's what's the lesson in this and how is that going to help me moving forward? And the biggest thing for me was materialistic things mean absolutely nothing. As long as I'm healthy, I can do anything um, I want. So um, living in our garage for three years—that's where actually I finished my college, where I got my bachelor's in kinesiology. I also studied medical massage. And fun fact: I was a volleyball player. I played volleyball for Armenian national team for five years. And so with my family, we moved here in 1992, in January, a month after I turned 22. I know some of your audience right now are doing a math in their head, <laughs> I'm 54, you know. And, you know, um, English was not one of the languages I studied back home. It was Armenian, Russian, French. Even though in my family, my dad spoke uh, English, my sister's school, her third language was English. So coming to the country where the culture is day and night, completely different, not speaking the language, and right after college, you're like, okay, what am I going to do? You know, what career path am I going to take? So it was a lot at the beginning. That's why I think my early 20s kind of a little hazy, like I don't really remember that well, my early 20s, because it was just like way too much stress. But I took the since in college, you know, when I studied kinesiology and then medical massage um, and being an athlete, you know, constantly injuring yourself and overcoming it, just the pain resolution was uh, a passion. So I don't come from like, oh, I was in pain and then I figured out or found a solution. But it was purely especially learning how so many people, are told by their doctors, your body pain is normal for their age or living with pain becomes their new norm. It just becomes part of their daily being who they are. And that is so frustrating to me because I know there are solutions. Maybe my solution is not the one for you, but there are solutions and you always should look and find it.
0: So that's where my passion comes from. That's amazing, and um, yes, about the going back to the material things. I feel the same way. You and know, I used to be all about the worldly things, you know, especially in the lifestyle that I was living in, um, going out places. Who was seeing me? How did I have to dress? Who was I talking to? Oh, am I talking to this person? Now they have a higher status. I'm important now, and I'm so happy that I don't think those anymore at all. Like I'm so content with just the simplest things in life bring me so much joy. And I'm sure you noticed that too. You're just like, what is the material things? We don't need it. It's just little things like that bring me joy. And of course, not being in pain brings me joy as well. And um, I actually went to a National Holistic Institute in San Jose over here. And I studied massage therapy. And we did a whole bunch of kinesiology. We had to obviously do kinesiology. We had this huge kinesiology section here and I had to like learn the insertions and all of all of those and I had to memorize them it was so much fun and I had created such a passion for like helping people because I think a lot of people these days go to painkillers as the solution when actually the solution should be different techniques that our our bodies are incredible they can actually they let us know like hey something's going on here do you check this out like if, if I'm in pain I'm like okay I need to like do some some workouts like to strengthen the muscles that are on like my lower back so I'll have like a little workout mini session while you know I'm watching either tv with my husband or with the kids are around I'll have to like set up my mat and like start strengthening my body and it actually helps but you created about five short videos offering self-help techniques for body pain issues what inspired you to actually develop these and how do you think they can benefit our listeners
1: So there are, you know, these five ones just kind of addresses five main like body parts, your neck, your back, your systemic inflammation, which is the most of the main contributing factor for your um, overall chronic pain. Inflammation is the source of it. And then lymphatic drainage. Or sometimes I have clients ask me, do I use ice or heat? Which one do I use and when? So I thought, okay, these are going to be like a two to three media. I think the longest video is like four minutes, but daily you get these short videos for five days and it's filled with techniques where I share self-help technique with you, or you have a downloadable PDF or step-by-step how to do a dry brushing for lymphatic drainage that it's going to put you kind of on a path of. Because I don't know like your specific pain or the source of the pain, but at least this will give you a few techniques that you can use it yourself, or you can share with someone like, uh, you know, one day I woke up in the morning uh, to an email from a client. She said her son woke her up in the middle of the night with neck pain. And she goes, I remember a couple of the techniques you taught me. I walked him through it and it worked. She wow. was so proud of herself and so excited that she was able to help her son because those techniques I taught her. Wow. And that's, that's so awesome. what I love. You know, just teaching you, maybe you know you don't need to use them today, but when you know it, it's like in your toolbox. When someone needs it, you can just pull it out and use it. So uh, yeah. that's why I love you know, and I love to share those important, that information.
0: Oh, yeah. Success stories are amazing. And when you're helping somebody, it just brings you so much joy inside. It's like, yes, you know, and then because you are able to share exactly what you taught them to to, to their loved one, their their child or whoever is around them that needs help. Now, um, can you give us an overview of these five body pain hacks and perhaps share like a couple of key techniques that our listeners can actually apply immediately for pain relief?
1: Yeah. So, okay. The heat and ice, you know, it's usually generally we use, you know, ice if it's an acute injury, even though there are some studies in the last few years that says, yeah, it immediately may help, but in the long run, it may delay the recovery process. So I usually I have the clients do more contracts, hit ice, heat ice, which works better. Unless if it's a nerve pain, then you do need to use the eyes to compress the nerve so it doesn't hurt until you figure out how to fix it. Because it's not a, you know, solution to cure. Mm -hmm. It's just almost like a first aid. Mm -hmm. But I want to share with your audience a technique for, you know, neck pain is one of the main things that I see in my clinic. And it would be let's say you slept funny or something happened, you have difficulty turning your neck side to side. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: this technique is the simple, simple technique that you can use. So imagine you have difficulty turning your head to the right. Okay, what you're going to do is either you can use your finger under your left hand you put your finger so your eyes only looking at your finger far yeah far left and as you're looking at your finger you're slowly turning your head to the right
0: Mm
1: -hmm. yeah make sure you're you're always looking at your finger
0: oh always looking at the finger okay (laughs) yeah and so your eyes are like far No, the opposite the opposite
1: this way and make sure you're looking. Oh, I see. Yeah. And (laughs) you can move your finger. Yeah. You can move your finger a little bit. I see. Constantly keep looking at your finger and turn your head to the right.
0: Oh,
1: I see. Yeah, like that. Oh, yeah. I feel that. So (laughs) it comes a the point, um, you know, whenever you turn your head somewhere, your eyes want to follow, Mm -hmm. but you're trying to do the opposite so it comes a point when sometimes clients say, "I feel these weird things in my head or behind my eyes." I'm like, "Yes, because you're forcing what's not, what's not natural for your body, you know, the eyes to go the opposite direction where your head is going. But that's what helps you increase that range of motion. Oh, wow. Just uh, repeat that about four or five times. You know, one day I was um, I got a text from a client. Uh, She has six children, six or seven children. And um, she's like, we're driving in Texas. And my daughter woke up and she cannot turn her neck. Is there anything you can do? I'm like, can you hop on a video call? So she hopped on a video call. Exactly this technique, I walked her through about three, four times she was repeating. And you could see right away, at least 50% increase in her range of motion. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this technique works similar techniques like that. They're weird, but they work. And that's what I have in those five body pain hacks.
0: Oh, I love that. I'm going to be doing that one. And then I'm going to tell you, hey, ready? this feels so much. My neck feels <laughs> so much better <laughs> because I get a stiff neck because I sleep on my stomach and my neck is always on the right like this. Oh, for, oh yeah. That's,
1: <laughs> that's not the best position to sleep in. Right. Yeah
0: i know i don't know if maybe it's, it's been like that since maybe i was a baby always on my stomach i don't know but that's the only way i can fall asleep it's weird uh maybe i should look into like some sort of like support or like some type of pillow um, that wouldn't help but i was I don't actually gonna
1: say put a maybe like a pillow or something under your belly so it lifts it so your uh, your back doesn't go like this you know doesn't right. arch when yes. you're sleeping or uh, don't use any pillow but if you can try to use a little pillow under your belly that lifts your lower back up a little bit. So it's not a opposite arch, it's a, the other way. Yeah. Maybe that will help. I know I'm a I used to be a belly sleeper. I loved sleeping on my belly. Now I can, I may do like a few minutes and then I can feel my back, unless I push one of my pillows under my belly
0: to lift me okay. up a little bit. That's right. It actually helps with the hips too. (laughs) It feels good (laughs) when you lift them up a little bit. Yeah, the arch. Yeah. I love that. Well, thanks so much for sharing that. Now, um, I'm a big fan of (laughs) the Jacksons. You yeah. know, going from the Jackson 5 and Michael Jackson, of course, Janet Jackson. Now, you've worked with Janet Jackson as her massage therapist. How did this opportunity arise? And what, makes, what, and what was it like traveling the world with this beautiful woman who is an amazing artist? Here?
1: You know, um, I call my uh, my paid vacation because I did her Velvet Rope World Tour, 98, 99. Oh, wow. And um it was amazing you know i was working at the chiropractic office this was only i was in america only very few years and um working at the chiropractic office um and i know that doctors um, had this client had this patient who i knew she was a dancer but i had no idea what caliber dancer she was mm-hmm. uh, so when she come to the office i would work on her and then one day i get a phone call uh, from a gentleman saying tina landon Who's, she was Janet choreographer for many of her, several of her um, different tours. And that Tina Landa referred me to a person. They didn't give me any name. I got to go to Malibu. This is the address, but there is no number on the house. So if I see this address and this address, the house, White House in between with no number on it, that's the house I'm going to. Now I'm thinking, Good thing I, I trust Tina because that's crazy, you know? So I go there, someone opens the door and they show me the room I set up and everything and I'm waiting and all of a sudden this like a petite little shy person with the soft voice walks in and I'm in my head, I'm, that's giant. So I start working on her. And then after a while, I get a phone call from one of her managers saying, would you like to go on a tour with her? I'm like, yes. But what was so interesting that, you know, coming from Armenia, as soon as we with my family, we moved, um, the Soviet Union collapsed Well, I was a citizen of Soviet Union when Soviet Union collapsed. Yes, I I had my green card in America, but I wasn't a citizen of any country. I didn't have any citizenship. So they had to get for me this thing called white passport, get visa for every country we went to so I could travel with them. And I'm so grateful that they did, even though Japan said, um, they denied my visa because they said I was born in Soviet Union. I'm a communist. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm not. So when I went to Australia, Sydney, Australia, I went to Japanese consulate, and I ended up getting my visa. But, uh, it was amazing experience. Um yeah, it's I love her, she, You know, I was fortunate enough to spend a lot of time with her because I had to stay in the same hotels as she did. And then, um, in the show I watched I think over 100 of her shows Mm -hmm. and then in a backstage hang out with her at her dressing room and oh so many fun stories and then when we did the four months of US I was on, on her bus so constantly you know traveling hanging out it was awesome it was a great experience I loved it
0: that is amazing. Oh, that yeah, that's, that's, that's so fun that you can actually share that. Like, yeah, I was touring with Janet Jackson. Who says that? You know, <laughs> that's so awesome that you can say that. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. And so in your approach to pain relief, you talk about empowering your journey through pain-free living. Can you explain what this, what this means and how someone can start this journey?
1: Well, I think one of the first things is how you look at your pain. You know, some people... They use their pain as uh, as a crutch, as an excuse, like to look at them, poor me. So one of the first things is changing your mindset. Like uh, about a month and a half ago, I injured my knee, which I'm going through, um, you know, I'm treating myself, but I'm also going through, you know, like MRI to see what kind of damage I did, but I'm concentrating on, it's going to go away. Doesn't matter. You know, I've had injuries. I've had shoulder injury, ankle injuries, lower back injuries. Um, It's all gone away. I know it's going to go away. So the first thing is your mindset that it's going to go away. And then the other thing is being proactive. Like um, I eventually went to a doctor because I wanted to know, did I do any structural damage? Is there any tears, anything? Because Usually I can get rid of my pain very quickly, but it's been going on over a month and it's still, it's still there. Mm -hmm. So the first thing doctor says, I can give you prescription medication and injection. And I'm saying, I'm a pain specialist for 30 years, prescription medication. I get it for anti-inflammatory, you know, anti-inflammatory for pain but injection for what? You don't know what it is. What Mm -hmm. are you gonna give me injection for? So her thing was go, wait a month, do whatever you're doing. If it's still there, come back. I'm like, yeah, that's not gonna happen. So I called, requested another doctor and right away she's like, I'm gonna send you to emergency X-ray, emergency MRI. So I did the X-ray waiting for the call to book the MRI but be proactive in your health. Don't just sit back. It's your body, it's your health, you know, do some research, don't take someone's word for it. You know, my whole thing is what I why I love educating people is for you to make informed decisions and not based on what if I just based my decision and said, the first doctor, let's give you injection. It's like, you know, how they say throwing something against the wall and hoping something sticks. We don't know, but be proactive in your own health and find the solutions and make informed decisions and ask questions. Always ask questions.
0: Absolutely. And I was just thinking, you know, a lot of the times whenever I'm in pain, it's because I'm not exercising. <laughs> our bodies are meant to move. As human beings, we're meant to move, not just to be sedentary like here at a desk all day. We're meant to move our body to move around. We're not supposed to be sitting just sedentary. <laughs> just mentioning it's like, oh, we need to move our body. So my favorite spot to move my body is outside <laughs> where I'm getting the sun the fresh air and especially when I'm doing like hiking. I love that. And I notice that my body pain tends to go away when I'm exercising. <laughs> Do you ever experience that too at all? Like when Well you're-
1: definitely, you know, being an athlete and then I was a runner, I did marathon, obstacle course races, trail races. And then all of a sudden I just lost my interest in exercising and running. And this was the same time I went through I was going through menopause. Oh so God. I put on a lot of weight. And, but now, you know, it's also a lot of times people, when you say exercises, like, you know, I work nine to five, I come home, kids, husband, everything else, I don't have time to go to the gym. And that's when it's like, okay, you got to change your mindset of, you know, when I'm making my morning latte in the morning, as I'm waiting for my latte to make um, in my kitchen, I do counters, 20 counter push-ups. Or I do 15 to 20 squats. And then when I'm, because I do a lot of Zoom meetings, Mm -hmm. um, when I'm, let's say, taking a break from a computer, watching TV or something, I just got this mini trampoline that is in front of my TV. I just get on my mini trampoline and I'm jogging or gently bouncing on it, which does, it's great for your joints because it's soft. It's not hard on your joints. Mm-hmm. And then it increases your lymphatic drainage and I'm jogging on it. If you're going to watch TV, might as well, you know, gentle jogging. But so a lot of times we think, oh my God, we have to go to the gym. We have to right. do an hour of exercise or I have to lift this heavy weight. You don't,
0: right?
1: you know, and yeah, I love what you said, you know, getting outside, getting that sun, because these days we just spend so much time. Inside, and I'm in Los Angeles, you know, we have even like today, it's sunny, gorgeous, 65 degrees. But so many people, when I look at their blood works, they're deficient in vitamin D. Mm. Imagine if you're living in the States when there's like no sun, it's constantly raining, you know. So get outside. You said your body releases those endorphins, the happy hormones that helps your body heal itself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. so true. Yes. Vitamin D is good. Like just going for a walk. It doesn't have to be like a brisk walk, just going out for a walk, just a little bit of movement helps tremendously. Yes, And yeah. So um, you've mentioned the concept of a genetic blueprint for healthy, vibrant living. How does, how does understanding our genetic makeup play a, a role in managing uh, body pain and actually like overall wellness? Oh, So as
1: a functional nutritionist, I I attend a lot of workshops and seminars. So I'm at this webinar one day where the guest speaker, this doctor, she's analyzing the webinar host genetic report. And I was in awe. I was like, I want to study that. So as humans, we share 99.9% exact same DNA like you and I have 99.9% exact same DNA, but only 0.1% that is different. That's what makes us unique. That's what makes us genetically, when I eat food, it goes very fast into fat, but at the same time, why I'm really good at different sports. It's because of my genes. Mm-hmm. You know, or some people have more tendency that even though they eat healthy, they exercise, they still have high cholesterol mm-hmm. because of their genes. So knowing your genetic makeup, how your body reacts, the foods you eat, the lifestyle choices you make, I create very personalized lifestyle plan. Because as you said, we're already thinking of, okay, we got to eat healthy. We got to exercise, right? So imagine doing all the same thing that you're already doing, but based on your own genetic makeup, knowing how your body reacts to your environment. So it's based, it's personalized just for you, not, oh, you know, like my friend did this diet and she lost weight. So I'm going to do that too. Well, it may work. It may not. That's why there are hundreds and thousands of different diet books and different you know the new ones comes out constantly and you know now we're on a keto you know a trend everyone is doing keto you know um so who knows a few years ago it was the vegetarian you know or meatless whatever but I've had clients, when I look at their blueprint and they're vegetarian, I'm like, vegetarian is the worst diet for you. It's the worst diet for you. You should never be a vegetarian based on your genes. Mm -hmm. So that's when we get all these aha moments or people like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. I'm not crazy. It's my (laughs) genes, you know? So yeah, it's, it's fantastic. The cool thing is you do only once. It's Mm. not like it's a blood work. You do only once. It's a cheek swab and then you're done. And then we can get deeper and deeper because it's so much information.
0: That is amazing. Yeah, because everybody's different. And like, okay, I was a weight loss consultant for many years, like a long time ago. And, you know, the program would work for some people, but it wouldn't work for everybody. And so I'm so happy that you brought that up because I, I always, I always questioned like some of my friends who are vegetarian, they're actually overweight and it's like, okay, well, whatever they're eating must not be healthy for them. You know, they may think in their mind, like, oh, I'm not eating meat, you know, but whatever they're eating is still not working. So it would be nice for them to get that cheek swab and check their DNA to see like, wait, what kind of genetic makeup do I have? So that way I can go ahead and have a, a, a meal plan that's based on my genetics and what I'm supposed to be eating instead of having to kind of like choose like pick and choose which one's going to work for me this month you know like those fad diets or yep. <laughs> the popular exactly. diets that they're promoting you know exactly. <laughs> so exactly. thanks for bringing that up because you that's a, that's definitely a, a good thing to look into yeah I may even look into this
1: <laughs> or oh, even sometimes you know when people like I'm not a skinny girl I've never been skinny it's just you know and for me it's about health because i see so many people with gorgeous bodies and then i look at their you know blood work and it's like okay they're so unhealthy inside but you know for people like when we look at them it's a human thing you know we judge based on their appearance and you're like why don't you eat less but it's like it's not they're eating healthy they're exercising it's something else mm-hmm. Or not everyone should be size two or size four or size whatever, six,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah. I've always been like that. Every time I was growing up, I was always comparing myself to the little petite because I'm not petite. Like I'm actually a bigger structure, you know? And so I feel, I feel you on that. Yeah, me too. I'm,
1: I've never been skinny, but um, you don't want to mess with me. <laughs> I'm very strong. I say I'm very strong. And then the crazy kicks in, and
0: that's not a good combo. So. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Don't miss with Annie, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. Now, um, a lot of people are actually struggling with a lot of chronic pain, whether it's just Neck pain, back pain, overall pain. Right now, my husband has an arm pain thing going on on his right arm. Uh, he does. He's an engineer, so he's constantly on the computer, on the lab, doing different things. What are the first steps you can actually recommend to someone who can, who's wanting to like begin their healing process?
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh, thanks for asking. It's a great question. You know, first thing we have to find out is it a structural, is it a muscular issue. Did you do, is it an injury? You did something, you picked up something heavy or you're playing sports. That's the first thing to find out what type of injury it is. Then is it a systemic inflammation? So do we have to, yes, do the treatments? Let's say in my office, I may do cold lasers or hands-on manual therapy, some type of, you know, um, either massage or some of the techniques that I use, or is it, We have to look at your diet, inflammation, anti-inflammatory, or something, is it emotional? Yes, it's outside of scope of my practice because that's not what I'm trained in. But sometimes I'm sure as a massage therapist, when you used to do it, you would see sometimes people's, the emotions can be trapped in certain body parts, Mm -hmm. you know, so you get the sense of it. Oh, it's a structural, oh no, it's it's an emotional thing. Something's going on, you know? So um, sometimes when people come to me, because if you're not in pain, I won't take you as a client. So when people come to my office and I say, when it started, I'm like it just came on. I'm like, well, tell me what was going on in your life at that time. Just to give me an idea mm-hmm. that is there any emotional component to that pain? But like for your husband, you know, um, like you said, maybe something anti-inflammatory, doing stretches, looking at his body mechanics. Because a lot of times, you know, last few years, we all have been spending so much more time in front of a computer. I'm sitting on an exercise ball. Mm-hmm. As you can see, sometimes if I'm moving, it's not a chair, it's an exercise ball. It's a 75 centimeter big exercise ball. That's my chair. But sometimes my desk is an adjustable desk. So sometimes like today, I have five, five more meetings. After this, I get to, at some of them, I'm going to push the button. It's going to go up and I'm going to stand up Mm -hmm. in some of the meetings. So doing small changes like that, you know, maybe uh, some of my clients, I say, you know, put a timer on your phone, maybe every couple of hours, move around, get up, move around, do a couple of stretches or right under my desk, I have this exercise lacrosse balls. Mm -hmm. And as I'm sitting, my feet are on it and I'm giving myself reflexology, which has my full body under my feet. So it hits every point. As I'm sitting working on a computer, my feet are massaging my whole body with this balls. And sometimes I switch it so each of them, each foot gets these balls. But yeah, I have it right here. So things like that, you know, just the small things, not major, just the small little steps. And they have
0: cumulative effect that is going to help you for sure. Yes, uh, I actually have those in red, but I only have one though. And I also have those red balls. And so I'll go on to my, um, they're like these two blue balls that are kind of infused together like this. And then That's- I'll just put them on my, back of my neck and lay down on my mat and kind of like roll up and down and massage like the occipital part which is normally the the lower base of the head and it feels so good just to get some tension relief you know and then I have that cane (laughs) you know massage cane yes yeah I love all those tools they help my mom has even given me like this for the shoulders, it's you wear it, you zip it up. I think I actually wore it at one of my my podcasts and it brings the shoulders back automatically like this. It's like, oh, <laughs> this is great. Because <laughs> I'm like always like this, you know? And so kind of put the shoulders back. It forces the shoulders to go back where you have better positioning this way. And those tools help tremendously. I love them. So yeah, thanks for showing those ones on there. They're <laughs> like little spiky balls. <laughs> yeah. I'm so yeah, good I on the feet.
1: used to, but it's awesome. I love it. Yes.
0: Oh, I love that. Now, um, so you said you have like five meetings <laughs> after this one. So I'm assuming that you you actually not only have your office in Los Angeles, but you also do a virtual meetings as well for clients, right? Yes, I yeah. do.
1: Yes, because it's easy, you know, over Zoom, I can walk someone uh, through different techniques. I can teach different techniques, walk them through, give them suggestions. Uh, genetic testing and the nutrition part is all done online it's all online. And then I do a lot of like speaking summits, you know, different health summits speaking. I just became a first time author. A book Congratulations. In, uh, thank you. Ready for a pre-order. So I'm very excited about that. And then I'm very slowly working on my own book. Hopefully soon. <laughs> start. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely online because I work with some people, you know, in United States, but also uh, different parts of the world, it's easy, you know, nowadays with online, we can reach so many people, so um, I love it, I love, I think the, you know, teaching part is um, my, my passion, mm-hmm. I, I just so love it, because I can reach so many more people.
0: That is amazing, yeah, so your book, oh, goodness, I gotta see it right there, business, it's called Business, business. Life, And the universe and the universe. Awesome. I love the colors too. (laughs) I love the blues and the greens and spacey stuff. I love spacey stuff. (laughs) I'm all about that. Um, so lastly, for those interested in learning more about like accessing your resources and also the five tips to a pain-free life, how can they uh, find you?
1: So, um, you know, my website, but also to get to that uh, five body pain facts, um, I think I sent you the link. Yeah, I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, they will have that link. And if anyone has any questions in those emails, when they get those videos, uh, there is a link for them to, if they can email it to me, um, or they can book actually complimentary 30 minute session with me. Amazing. Those emails for sure. And I'll be happy to help anyone. If there's have any questions, please reach out.
0: Wonderful. And I will have everything in the show notes. And is there anything else you'd like to share that I've perhaps I didn't touch on?
1: Well, just one of the biggest things, you know, one of my favorite quotes is pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Mm. Just don't ever learn to live with pain. Just never yeah. stop looking for a solution. That's if you just walk away with one thing, just don't ever learn to live with pain, please find a solution. If your doctor says that's normal for your age, find a new doctor. Yes. <laughs> that's a great that's advice.
0: Because it, yeah. it's not, you know, I have some women actually sharing with me that I'm 65 and I feel like in the best health that I've ever felt, even, you know, better than my teenage years they are sharing. So, I mean, yes, don't listen to the doctors who are saying, oh, it's just with age. No, you actually get healthier with age. And the sixties
1: is the new forties, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. looking forward to
0: that. (laughs) You're in your
1: twenties, and I'm in my thirties.
0: That's (laughs) right. That's and you know what? I feel that though too. You know, it's like I feel that. I feel so much healthier now than I did when in my twenties. My twenties, I was miserable. Obviously, for those. The only thing
1: I can't stay up until like two, three o'clock in the morning and then function the next day anymore.
0: (laughs) That just doesn't. That is hard. Yes, that is challenging. (laughs) Well, Ani, thank you so much for joining me on my show today. It's a pleasure. And yeah, I'm looking forward to staying in connection with you. And yeah, I love anyone who can help with pain. So thank you so much for what you do.
1: Thanks for having me, Gina. It was great spending some time with you. Thank you.
0: (laughs) To my cherished listeners, from the very depths of my heart, Thank you. Every single one of you who've showered me with those warm five-star reviews, your kindness shines so brightly. And if you haven't yet, know that your voice and support always matter. Your unwavering love has lifted us onto Feedspot's esteemed list of best women's sobriety podcasts. And it truly warms my heart. With immense love and care, I've created something for you as well. Introducing the Overcoming Challenges mini course, crafted especially with the intention to guide and support you through life's varied phases, because we all deserve gentle guidance as we navigate life's tides. Furthermore, I have two heartfelt gifts for our listener family. One is a seven-day challenge, a tender beginning for those curious about sobriety, and the other, a personal sharing from my journey, six-step blueprint to an alcohol-free life. This encapsulates the loving steps I took, I embraced beyond AA and the traditional 12 steps that have nurtured my own sobriety journey. To embrace these tokens of gratitude and love, simply text GIFT, that's G-I-F-T, to one 649 6196 Again, that's G-I-F-T at one 649 6196 With all my love and deepest gratitude, I cherish each and every one of you.